again. You are listening to the Mayan and Rendy spoiler show live from the Upper West Side Woo. in New York City. Woo-woo. And today we are rolling around at the speed of sound. Got places to go, gotta follow my rainbow. Can't stick around, have to keep moving on. Guess what lies ahead, only one way to find out. Just keep on moving. Anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. when, when are we going to finish this? <laughs> we never stop. <laughs> um, If you don't know that song, that is... Then um, you're a pleb. Yes. It is a classic Sonic the Hedgehog theme song from one of the older games. The best game. The best game. The best Sonic game. I will not take any exceptions. <laughs> Sonic Adventure 2. Battle. It's battle. Yes, yes. Yeah, Sonic Adventure yeah. the, 2. The, ga- the GameCube version yes. was top tier. Yes, it was. It was God tier. Like. Yeah, it was God tier. Yeah. Because it was multiplayer. Yes. It's awesome. But also Escape from the City is the best. Well, I would say the best song on that soundtrack. Would you agree? Yes. Yes. There's no doubt. Okay. Well, yeah. Once you listen to that song like one time, it's either stuck in your head or you're gonna listen to it at least six more times. I mean, so many of the Sonic like Sonic songs from that from that game are just like iconic. And when I mean so many, I just mean that one, <laughs> Pumpkin Hill. Yes. And Live Pumpkin. and learn. Yeah. Hanging on the edge of tomorrow. Yeah. And also, Knuckles has the weird R&B music in that game, too, yeah. which I'll never understand, but stylistically, it's kind of cool. It's like, oh, Knuckles gets yeah. a different genre for some reason, but good That's for true. him, I guess. Yeah, what did Tails get, really? I don't remember. Did Tails have a song? No. They probably, I remember they were going to do like, the ba ba da Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, as you can tell, we have just watched Sonic the Hedgehog, yeah, <laughs> the we're, movie. We're literally recording this Later on in the day, the where same we, day, same day as we saw all this, yeah. we saw it eleven in the morning. It is now five p.m. Just because we have to like process. Yeah, of course, <laughs> we have to course. process this this intellectual masterpiece of a picture. Yeah, yeah. It takes time to uh, really narrow down all the themes that were uh, introduced in this insanely deep children's movie. I mean, it could have been for adults, but you know, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> gotta go fast. Gotta gotta appeal to the kids. You know, it's it's there stuff even though like no it's really not a deep movie at all it's a very i don't know if the sarcasm came through sarcastic i know (laughs) you're not writing your thesis on this movie (laughs) yeah we just watched sonic the hedgehog and we have to discuss full-fledged uh spoilers all out this is the spoiler show so we're gonna yeah we can't really be as like descriptive in our review i mean we can be but at the same time it's just like yeah there's a lot of elements where we have to go you have to dive deep because it's yeah. like one of those movies where like here's fan service i can't talk about them right and like the best fan service happens in the post credits and it's like you can't mention that stuff in a review you know yeah. what i mean because those are literally spoilers so and there's two post credit sequences yeah. you, let's let's start that out first and foremost that like right after like the ending logo well you go into one post credit immediately yeah immediately yeah. and then there's like credits roll yada yada cute little credits with like the classic video game like yeah. uh graphics and whatnot stole that from detective pikachu stylistically well, stylistically um, yeah, sure yeah. yeah but it's a video game movie That's so true. they kind of have to do it and then after those credits there's another scene i oh, oh we're, we're going straight into that huh aren't i we? need to go straight into that and this is important because to me the post credits are what i wanted to see throughout the entire movie and you didn't get that I've been thinking about this for a while, but I, before watching the movie, thought they showed so much in the trailers and in the clips and whatnot. They better have some kind of surprise throughout. Even in the first trailer, 
the like the you know the, <laughs> the bastard Ooh, trial tra- trailer the, the ugly ed- sonic <laughs> yeah the <laughs> sonic zero <laughs> version <laughs> 0.1 they like, showed a lot <laughs> yeah and they also showed like at the end of that trailer you see dr eggman at like the mushroom place i'm like wait but that's like the ending ending yeah they do that is true you know and that's like, a post credit scene yeah they, they just straight up they sh- put a post credit scene in their, their marketing front. yeah yeah that's fucking stupid that's bizarre yeah but i will point out that the dr eggman you see in the post credit scene is a dr eggman i wanted to see throughout the whole movie yeah why so i think it- it's weird <laughs> that he wasn't that dr eggman and i'm talking like physically because dr eggman as we know him you know the bald head yeah, yeah. and he's got like the huge, huge mustache, mustache massive mustache and it's a, a stashy yeah and then in the movie jim carrey has i mean it's an impressive mustache regardless yeah, but it's not it's like the a, massive one that dr eggman he just lets it grow yeah it's just like oh jim carrey with a cool mustache it's not and dr. he has eggman. badass hair like he has a, like i love his entire haircut as yeah like regular he's like modern day robotnik right and then then it was like with that post credit sequence the first thing you see him do is like shave his head, shave his head and he's like, himself yeah he's like i'm the real dr eggman now yeah. but that's the one that we wanted well that i wanted throughout the whole movie and then like he's reduced to a post-credit sequence and isn't, i'm like isn't that the same thing they did with lex luther in the b in the batman v superman movie like his like his post-credit scene it was just him yeah like, i mean do you hear the ding ding ding, ding. right and then it's like he's bald or was that with injustice league when like the next time you see lex luther he's just straight up bald because i don't it. remember which bad movie that was in but <laughs> it was in one of the bad movies yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just like those movies that have a post-credit sequence of just like oh yeah now they're bald you know their signature look right Ta-da. Ta-da. i mean like no there has to be a choice you know hair is a choice hair is a choice but yeah the dr eggman was that post-credit scene was really put into the and i never noticed that before i actually didn't think about that even after watching the movie it, it didn't hit me that yeah there was a post-credit scene in the literal marketing yeah. That's a spoiler within the trailer itself, like, yeah, it's kind st- of. It's pretty stupid. But then yeah. again, we don't re- acknowledge this trailer. Well, that trailer had uh, Ugly Sonic, as I like to call him. Um, the paradise. It was just like... With yeah. Gangsta's Paradise. Gangsta's Paradise. Just seeing the damn face. Also, Gangsta's Paradise wasn't in the movie. Yeah. Well, good. Thank Good. Yeah, thank God. So Gangsta's Paradise did not make the final cut for Sonic the Hedgehog. So, so uh. OG Sonic uh, character design was terrifying. I am so very glad that they changed that up. And pushed the release date back. And pushed the release date back. They gave themselves the time to do so. They fixed up our blue boy Sonic. Mm-hmm. They didn't uh, quite do anything spectacular with the script in that time, but that no, would have no. involved reshoots that they probably didn't have either the budget or just the time for in yeah. general. They, those are like, all right, we'll only fix Hedgehog and Hedgehog only. And you know what? That to me was a significant enough change. Yeah, that's that's all we needed to because, be honest. Yeah, because if we had this really average movie, because that's what it is. Sonic is a very average movie, mm-hmm. average kids slash family movie. If it was that unimpressive but also while having an ugly sonic it's just mm. like a one-two punch you know oh god if that was the, <laughs> yeah if they stuck with the original design it would have been i would have hated the movie i was gonna say it would have been like a one yeah like, i would have hated the and movie. that one star would have been only for jim carrey mm-hmm. <laughs> you know okay 
So we we need to talk about Jim Carrey. Well, first let let's talk about that post credit scene involving uh, like, it, Jim Carrey. No, 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 involving Tails. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah, we'll there talk. is a second post credit scene aforementioned, and Tails is in it. We freaked out. Yeah, in the we theater. freaked out. All right, I literally my fist just flew up and i went yeah i, sh- I shouted and you shouted i shouted randy shouted i'm sorry because tails <laughs> come on yeah we exactly. all love tails yeah, we all love tails and i thought we would get a surprise tails throughout the movie i thought that tails would be the second pros credit sequence. i'm like no really well like i even said it's like it's either tails or knuckles but it has to be tails yeah. because it's like sonic 2 tails tails you know it's always it's always tails i thought because tails is so important i thought that they would sort of at least reference him mm-hmm. but well, it, but well he was a baby right you know we, we only saw baby sonic and and, and true this is an origin story yeah this so. is a huge origin story yeah. and it doesn't really abide by any of the source material which is kind of a bit stupid it's not, not, a little... not, not, not stupid because they, they they went their own route but at the same time i'm just thinking yeah but it, really this is the route you wanted to take did you just take did you do the sonic x story right. you know this is pretty much kind of like a similar thing with sonic x but like you have likable characters yeah. instead which uh, which i'm like all right that's a good trade-off you know we don't run out with chris thorndike mm-hmm. and built like his the sad billionaire kid with a, a, a stereotype made and his oh robot de- uh his, his his grandfather was like an inventor i think i don't remember i i don't remember, I, I don't remember much of sonic x like i remember watching sonic x growing up as a kid but only just loving the theme song and then like all right well i don't <laughs> time to watch something else yeah i mean this is a beloved video game franchise you know you have a long list of characters within it that people grew up loving and playing as and stuff or hating or hating true i mean i always hated playing as knuckles <laughs> oh come on i love knuckles i love knuckles but I, I hate playing as him during the, the the sonic games yeah i mean i yeah because like what, what what can you do glide yeah and, it's and, cool yeah and then what you have to do search for diamonds all right fine but yeah and then those ghosts <laughs> those big ass ghosts well you have you know you have sonic obviously tails obviously knuckles of course and then you have amy you have shadow you have uh the little what charm are they no, no, chows no. Ca- Ca- yeah there's the chows chows uh, cream the rabbit and of of course dr eggman which like the post credits dr eggman that we've all grown up knowing the cat. <laughs> yeah i'm just trying to like like think of all like, oh, there's so many sonic characters it's there, just yeah. like there's way too much and you then like all right paramount decided or just like the like hollywood decided to like all right we have this massive franchise with a shit ton of characters let's throw them into earth yeah like have you ever seen what was it masters of the universe the original he-man movie i don't think i've seen that i've heard of it so it's it's pretty much the same plot as this it's pretty much like hey he-man has his own planet he inhabits it oh no he said to earth chaos ensues I think that's the biggest problem with video game movies is that you have these fantastical sort of universes and characters and stuff. And then the whole Hollywood shtick is to just throw them to Earth. Yes. Let them do Earth things. And then they meet fellow humans and like. They're uninteresting, too. Yeah. And that's the thing. The humans are never interesting. I, well, here, aside from (laughs) Jim Carrey's Dr. Robotnik, of course, he is really interesting. I think at some point I turned over to Rendy in the movie theater and I said, because we had just watched Birds of Prey mm-hmm. not too long prior, 
I turned over to Rendy and said, I would like to see Dr. Robotnik and Black Mask in the same room, Roman Sionis <laughs> in the same room because they are both so eccentric and they both wear gloves. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. They both have assistants who really want to get with them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Although I will say Victor Zaz definitely uh, still is top boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Victor yeah, no, he, he, yeah, he already has his mans. Dr. Stone, uh, what's his name? Stone in, in, this, in the Sonic movie. Yeah. He, you know he wanted. But right. Robotnik was just so, he was built, he, he <sighs> had a wall. All he had to do was just let those guards down. Let the walls down, let baby. Let the walls down. I said guards. Let the guards down. Let the guards down. But yeah, I would love to see those two villains in the same room because, and it's funny that we're reviewing these movies back to back because they both have <laughs> such an interesting antagonist. I think Jim Carrey really had a lot of fun with this. Oh yeah. This was like, you know, early career, kind of like his Ace Ventura. Living color days. Li yeah. Like doing what he does best. It's Jim Carrey mm -hmm. in a comedy role. And he was the funniest part of the whole movie. He was all, easily all the of, funniest part. I mean, all, yeah, all of the laughs for me just came from him. The jokes in this in Sonic the Hedgehog were not great. No. I mean, I had a petty thought where I was like, this can't be considered a comedy. Like, this is just a children's movie because it's it is family comedy. Eh, but a lot of these jokes are going to be, well, they already are relatively dated, like, yeah. in a sense. Like, the little dance that Sonic does. Oh, the backpack. Ah, oh, the yeah. backpack kid dance. The backpack. And he does that shit twice. And it's like, how long has it been since that dance has been relevant? Which I get it. The film was made a long time ago, technically, because remember, like, it only got pushed back further because no, of, because they redesigned. redesigned everything. Like oh, the fact that they yeah. redesigned Sonic and they kept and the pushed it back, that meant they could have done other things with other dances for him to do. That's true. You know, all uh, they had the shot in place. That's true. You know, already there's already shots of like you know absolutely nothing. All you have to do is just fill the void with the CG. You know, with the yeah. CG hedgehog. He could have done any other dance. So some asshole executive was like, make him do the backpack kid dance. Let him do the backpack kid dance. That's that's the most frustrating part. And a lot of the jokes were like that. Well, they they're all like they're all a lot. Of what hurt this movie for me, like a majority of the of the humor, they're all pop culture references, pop culture references that doesn't make sense for, you know, this blue hedgehog to say. And like, even if you're trying to like give it the benefit of the doubt, where, where they established early on that like, oh, yeah, Sonic, no, like he lived on Earth for around 15 years like he grew he grew up on earth and just learned about american culture because <laughs> because because <laughs> he lives in freaking green hill montana right and learns about american culture through watching <laughs> james marston and tika sumter's window and just like growing up what like just like watching movies and stuff like that like like he like they're about to watch what speed and oh, then yeah, and Sonic's like oh keanu i'm like <laughs> okay are you also riding the way you can't ride the keanu <laughs> rave that's for humans and humans only <laughs> what are we gonna get in the sequel the keanu, the keanu cameo that one caught me off guard and it's speed too i actually always loved that movie growing up oh yeah speed. no same here so speed good. is fun i had so a video <laughs> and i guess so did sonic <laughs> and i guess so did sonic yeah there were a lot of weird not sonic e references in this and it i think they tried to make sonic 
too human if that makes sense like he's a blue hedgehog from a different planet and he travels through universes using his rings you know the ones yeah (laughs) we all know the rings he just throws them and then he could magically teleport to some other place right yeah those rings that he's always collecting in the games uh yeah they teleport him and uh it's cool which is a cool it's cool it's a cool concept for sure but then it's like you know he starts to speak and you're like oh you sound like the kid that lives next door like you know <laughs> you're making you sound like ben shorts <laughs> <laughs> he, gee i wonder why uh but yeah it was i'm really glad jim carrey was in this because he he saved and bumped up the rating like yeah. as a whole because mm. i got a lot of laughs out of him so like, did I. Yeah. I yeah i can't i can't front because like initially before uh seeing the um, the movie and seeing like nothing but like the trailers and stuff everything regarded jim carrey's like oh he's doing his 90s shit that's the thing his his stuff in the trailer actually looks pretty cringeworthy i was like oh no jim carrey what are you doing and he ended up being like actually really really good in this role <laughs> I had a well great time. you told me as we were like uh walking here uh, to the studio <laughs> oh yes that well, the reason why this jim carrey role felt so fresh was because we didn't get this type of like performance from him throughout the majority of the 2010s yeah aside from dumb and dumber 2 like i like i, I pointed out like what about dumb and dumber 2 is like but then you're like no i mean there's other stuff that he was in there was um he has this show on showtime i forget the name of it the michael dondry show is it it's not happy it's it's something else kidding there you go and then he also did kick ass too and and which was great yeah what, what else did he do oh yeah he was also into bad batch it, it was just like oh mr popper's penguins that was also classic jim carrey but even then that was 2011 and nobody remembers these things or uh oh the incredible port runstone damn no actually no, that was a lot of classic Carrie. But even then, this is Carrie at his prime. His comedy stuff, like, he hasn't done a lot of that lately. Like you said, within the 2010s, he didn't really do much. Yeah, especially during the latter sense. half. Yeah, he hasn't really done too, too much. So it's a very nostalgic sort of feeling to see him doing his yeah. old shtick again, even though it is his shtick and everyone knows him for it. He didn't beat a dead horse with it throughout the 2010s. So we haven't seen that side of Carrie in a while. And I, I liked it. I like seeing him be all wacky and doing all the crazy facial expressions and like. Because he's just really hamming it up for the camera. Of course. Of <laughs> course. That's what he does best. And we haven't seen that side of him in a while. I know he took a few little like more dramatic detours in terms of acting and roles. He's done a few more serious things recently. But and I've, art and art yeah <laughs> and uh, yeah all his political art on twitter that just freaks you out but even like damn he's a good ass artist great he's jim carrey and this role ironically enough it's a sonic the hedgehog it's a video game movie and this video game movie is the one that brought that jim carrey back oddly enough I don't <laughs> it took this very popular 90s um property to bring the 90s back out of jim carrey <laughs> yeah you got, oh, you got you know a 90s what? within the 90s you know what i guess it's not as, as odd as it seems yeah, it actually yeah. makes makes some it's sense fitting. it makes sense it's fitting yeah but yeah i, I love makes jim you nostalgic carrey. for sonic and jim carrey <laughs> and jim carrey <laughs> or but. more so jim carrey than sonic <laughs> <laughs> my only complaint regarding dr robotnik or eggman is that again the physical aspect he didn't become eggman as we know him until the post-credit sequence that for some reason was in one of the trailers but that's it 
I thought Jim Carrey did a great job. I feel like I have a bit more where it's just like when he's initially on, because the first thing you see him is, is uh, him, uh, like doing his robot moves, his physicality is like he was a robot, and then just telling off the, the general or whatever. Oh, uh, in, in, in this higher class of, of superiority, I'm vastly more superior to you. And then I'm just there like, <laughs> oh, no. Like, oh, like, like it, was, it was like a bit cringy early he on. He did, yeah, when he's first, first Yeah, when he's first, first He introduced. has a bit of a cringe moment where yeah i i remember now that he kind of came off as like oh we're gonna hate this guy and yeah, we're not gonna laugh over the at top anything. jim carrey it, but and he, it looked like he was trying too hard at first yes but he settled in really quickly and yeah. really well once that character of dr robotnik settled in i guess with both the audience and within jim carrey himself he became something hilarious because he was so funny and uh there's a scene where he's just dancing yeah <laughs> i did like that scene that was that, that was, was pretty so fun. funny it was so weird because that was like nicely like felt like he, that was like the camera work was really good the too, camera for work some was reason. great during that sequence yeah because it it's excellent because <laughs> it starts off with like a slow like a rotation shot from above and then he's just like dancing to this music and and just so he could get inside his his craft it was so well choreographed yes like that was the weird thing about it <laughs> so well done <laughs> out of like all everything of a sonic the hedgehog movie one of the highlight scenes is jim carrey dancing uh, trying to understand sonic's quill and putting that <laughs> into his 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 craft ship whatever it was so well done and then when his uh assistant kind of walks in on him his wannabe lover his if wannabe you, the wannabe uh, victors as if uh, you want to be your i lover you gotta be <laughs> with my stone <laughs> agent stone walks in on him and uh you know he's they have such a weird dynamic they i love do. it i love it i did love that dynamic he literally like <laughs> he agent stone pins himself against the wall at the request of dr robotnik yeah. just so, he's so doctor, submissive yeah so dr robotnik could just tell him off <laughs> you know he's a put yourself pin yourself to the wall yes yes so 50 shades type commands i know actually that was my thought when he says pin yourself to the wall my inner reaction was like whoa hey that's what i thought too where are we going in this kids <laughs> like, film like okay got you all nice. right we're getting to the adult side of the comedy it um, kind of reminded me of uh what was it zoolander with a uh, little bit yeah yeah with mugatu yeah. And, and his assistant he's <laughs> <laughs> like he just throws coffee and then they just have like that weird looking like mm-hmm Mm. <laughs> so, so good it's great i i love it their dynamic is pretty good throughout james marsden uh is playing the i guess lead could you call him the lead yeah, he's human the lead. character yeah, yeah he's the lead i mean it's all about him sonic has an attachment to him to him that's true i in my mind i keep considering jim carrey the lead and then i have to remind performance myself, wise performance yes performance wise yes <laughs> and i have to keep reminding myself no james marsden was technically the lead human here i don't think he was really given much to work with here well duh <laughs> as i said this is this movie is a is a blueprint of nearly every other video game or whatever like not, kids not, video game no okay no not kids video game because like there hasn't been that many adapted because all i can think of are uh, the super mario brothers movie the ratchet and clank movie angry birds angry birds 2 pokemon detective pikachu 
that's all I could think of at the moment because all the other video games are like, hey, let's take this adult thing and make it suck. Well, and then you have like like the Mortal Kombat movies. That's an M-rated game. Obviously, it's not going to ever be made into a kid's film or anything. It was made into a PG-13, two PG-13 movies. Yeah, but that's not a PG family movie. <laughs> no, but kids can still see it because it's yeah. PG-13. Teenagers. Yeah. Which are kids in our eyes. So. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. we adults. Because we're adults <laughs> now. <laughs> We've paid our dues. Unfortunately. Um, unfortunately, but, yeah. All right. Not not necessarily video game kids movies but more so anything that has to do with an established property they're recognizable by kids like kids uh kids properties that is what yeah that's what and, I'm and kids at. properties that involve uh cgi yeah like, cg characters and, yeah yeah cg animal or you know like oh they like they have their own world there where they live in and they come to earth you know, and it, and it's everything that that we've seen before, and it's just like everything's just ripping off the blueprints of ET. You know, it doesn't even matter where it's from; it's still ET, no, regardless. You know, especially with like that CG character having to adapt it to American culture, and it's just like they don't understand the timelessness that was ET because it was just a simple story between this alien and a human, and the alien just wants to go home. And then Sonic is just like, yeah, he's an alien and he's been running away from his home. But at the same time, he he has, he has to keep up to date with all the, uh, you know, current references, you know, right. which is yeah, which Sonic is, so is on the run because he wants to stay alive. And whenever someone hunts him, he just teleports to the next planet. But for some reason, because it's Hollywood, Earth was his like choice to settle in and find a home. And it's like, dude, you're you're on the run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're supposed to be you know keeping yourself safe by moving from place to place but you're sitting here making amazon jokes oh, <laughs> and learning God. learning pop culture on earth instead of you know doing your thing and trying to figure out how to get back to your planet or something you know like the owl in the beginning oh yeah bit. let's start with that yeah because when this movie opened up it's just like chaos it was, yeah. and it's like and it, and it starts with like a freaking ferris bueller like uh, fourth wall break he's like hey i'm sonic you probably thought you, you're uh, you're probably wondering how i got into this mess oh it's probably a it's a funny story and then, and then oh it, yeah. i actually thought he was literally gonna say that line because you just see you know it's like a freeze frame and yeah. it's like i bet you're wondering how i got here yeah i thought did they, he was did they do th- a record scratch or no no i don't think okay, so good. i think had they done a record scratch we would have uh looked we at each other yeah, we would have cringed we yeah. would have been like oh and this is the first <laughs> minute into the movie too so they definitely didn't do a record scratch because we didn't uh look over at each other with cringe faces like ugh. i did hold you at the logo when they showed city escape during the, Se- yeah. the sega logo that just hit right. all the right nostalgia of spots of course of course because it's sega like come sega. on sure and um <laughs> but the owl that's shown in the beginning of the film never really you don't go into detail about like why was this character introduced well you only see green hills on for three minutes if not two and it's like why like you could take a little time to set up that origins like sort of but i guess it's sonic you gotta go fast like but but even then it's just like like the movie's 99 minutes and you only get to see a good two minutes out of his fucking planet well i feel like it's really stupid it's stupid because you you know we all wanted to see more of that we know what earth looks like we know what's gonna go down on earth it's a predictable like family movie you know but yeah it's lazy it's lazy it's completely it's like, lazy we wanted to see more of that intro of like everything that takes place away from earth because mm-hmm. that's the interesting like the fantastical part of video game movies yeah especially when you're like when you have so many different sonic characters yeah and then the first thing you're like hey here's this 
new owl who like looks a, like a fucking owl who's it's just like a regular owl <laughs> while everybody else is stylized in right. like the sonic the sonic way was that owl always designed like that it's like version 1.1 of the movie how did tails look during version 1.1 of the sorry one 0.1 of the movie. I said 1.1. Yeah. This is 1.1. Yeah. <laughs> but I do wonder the tales that was shown in the post post credits like did they mess him up initially as well and then have to go back and fix a tales that no one knew existed yeah they sort of introduced that odd owl character that no one really cared for and then you know he gets shot with an arrow and never see him again yeah yeah like, i was gonna say it was like a death it was such yeah it was just like but it's so soon and it happens so early and it's like i don't know what i'm supposed to be caring about right now yeah and the first and then also you get to see like the designs of the echidnas you know the echidna tribe i guess it is, yeah. yeah and that's kind of canon and it's just like like all right sonic said like yeah i was born with these gifts and everybody wants to take it and it's just like it's just these natives like yeah, native it's like echidnas. it's like who who is trying to take these gifts let's dive into that before we fly to earth and meet dr eggman like why are you fleeing to earth in the first place show me more of that <laughs> like yeah show me yeah show me more of this relationship between you and this random ass owl right and you get none of that and that's one of the biggest flaws with a lot of like these properties that they never dive into like the part that we all want to see they just go straight to the like formulaic kids movies that, yeah. that you, you well, see these, like 10 live of them action every year. stuff and it's funny because we're coming off of 2019 where I, I don't know how many video game movies came out but i know like the two that were well pretty much just pokemon detective pikachu at least that one said hey you already know this Pokemon universe. You already know the mechanics. We're just going to tell a straight up story based off one of our spinoffs and make you feel like you're in the world of Pokemon. That's why I like, I mean, Detective Pikachu wasn't an excellent movie by any means, but it did its best to sort of immerse you in that world. Like everywhere you look, there's like Pokemon, there's Arcanines and Sparrows flying. I don't know if there were Sparrows. There in sparrows. It. Were there? Yeah, yeah there okay. were Sparrows. I don't yeah. remember. It's been a while. There were Pidgeys. There were Pidgeys. The movie starts off with like a flying Pidgey. And it's like it's immersive and you you have the cubone like in the middle of that field crying for its mother that it's, it's immersive and you're part of the world and it's like all right this movie might not have been the best but it made me feel like pokemon were real for yeah you know, an hour and a half i mean like, i mean that was the reason why i like really liked the movie a lot i mean 3.5 out of 5 that's no i liked just, it I yeah liked i liked it. it i liked it and but even even then at least i i felt like yeah i want more of this because you handed the keys to the people who knew this property who loved it and also you know made a fun story out of it the thing that sonic filled with was immersing you in his world because his world is just only for three minutes <laughs> it's only <laughs> that's know? the thing it's only for three minutes and even when he comes to earth sonic is the only well i guess eggman is no, part but, of the immersion i guess but in a not sense, but, but not, not necessarily yeah it's not an, enough it's all you have is sonic and then a whole bunch of humans it's like yeah when we, when we have so many different sonic characters yeah and, and also to an extent so many different sonic worlds from a plethora of games of that course. you could take anything out of, of so course. the first time we're seeing sonic on on a big screen and you're just like looking at his past history and just you know you're looking at everything handed to you and coming up with you have a piece of paper that says wait 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 i got this earth earth you know is it like a like a, a post-apocalyptic type earth is it like a stylized earth that you know that's kind of similar to like the sonic world or anything like that like if it is that kind of earth 
take advantage of the shit that you have in the past to make something, you know, do some fan service, but at the same yeah. time, just be fun with it. As much as I got, like, I got a, a genuine laugh out of, like, Crazy Carl's picture of Sanic. <laughs> yeah. Of Sanic. It's the fact that the fan service that you chose out of everything Sonic-related is an internet meme. Right. You know? It, it, that's, it's just fucking lazy. It was. It was really lazy, and it's just imagine, like, the two writers and the director just sitting in a room and going like you know it'd be really funny because it was directed by jeff fowler and then and this is his first movie and the the writers are patrick casey and josh miller and i just imagine the three of them sort of like sitting in a room and going like how can we make this sonic the hedgehog movie really pop and it's like what you said sort of writing off your joke like oh let's put him on earth yeah and uh maybe we'll have a crazy jim carrey uh, pop in and talk funny and then he's gonna have rings because he's sonic and then we're gonna reference memes all like for an hour and a half that's it <laughs> yeah it's exactly it. like is that really all you got is this what y'all got from the sonic franchise is is that memes and and earth and humans nothing about all these other universes that he's traveling to or or traveling through, I suppose. Yeah. Well, like I'm looking up the writers right now, Patrick Casey and Josh Miller, who has um who has some stuff under their belt, but at the same time, like they're both known for the short-lived summer series Golan the Insatiable, which I used to watch for a bit. It was like an edgy animated series on Fox, but at the same time, it was just writing off the fact that it was uh, like a show with its own like nice little style, edgy style, but also has, most of the jokes came from shock value. And and, and even looking at the stuff uh, of their past, like, all right, these two wrote, what, a Team Hot Wheels movie? Like, like, like what, what is this? Two of them. Like, was that a direct-to-DVD thing? yes yes it was tv movie tv movie you know why 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 did you hire two dudes you know who didn't write much of like you could like through watching the movie it didn't even feel like they knew the property that's literally it now you just hit the nail on the head the there writers <laughs> and maybe even the director himself no they, the director i feel like the director uh, jeff fowler did because some of the action sequences like i feel like it captured his speed and the vein of Sonic, even though they did way too much to emphasize, like since Quicksilver has this thing, let's do let's apply that here with Sonic. Well, that's actually I disagree. I feel like that's why I feel like Jeff Fowler didn't know the property is because all the Sonic that we see in the movie, it's just the basics. Anyone that yeah. literally you could pull up a YouTube video of Sonic the Hedgehog doing literally anything and you'll get what you see in this movie. You know, there's nothing like unique. There's nothing that stands out about this Sonic. It's just Sonic going fast and ooh, slow motion stuff because he's quick and like that's the point, you know, he's fast. Yeah. There's I nothing really special beyond like you you made the Quicksilver reference. There are a lot of scenes like the slow motion action stuff is very quicksilvery. We already saw that in the X Men movies. You yeah, know? we saw that in fucking Angry Birds. When we, yeah. <laughs> Angry we saw Birds. that the first Angry Birds, and at least with Angry Birds, it was kind of like it was funny because it came out of nowhere. So it's been done before, and I that's why I feel like no one in the top tier of like the crew actually knew the characters, honestly. And you have what, what's the series? This like you have Sonic Boom, the show. And it's a good show. It's based off the shit, like the shitty Sonic Boom game that is like 
despised by everyone as like what was like the worst game of 2015 i never played that (laughs) nobody did (laughs) (laughs) but like they made a series out of it and and like i used to watch a little bit of uh, some of the episodes and they were funny they were funny and well written and even like i would see on my twitter feed a compilation of like different like clips from the show to show that like the right like the writers not only knew the property but also just like they were making fun of the format they had a free reign to do whatever they wanted to sonic but still make it for kids still make it fun and they did and and even especially when it has to regard to fan service or 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 even sonic itself like sonic boom the series is pretty self-aware about sonic himself and they take full advantage of it it just needed that it it needed that self-awareness because especially now the sonic franchise has been through so much shit has been through the gutter and the fact that this movie just exists, the best thing about this Sonic movie being the fact that you redesigned him after him looking like a piece of shit, but the script is still just bland, bare bones, one-dimensional. It's very generic. The, yeah. Like, this Sonic story is very generic, and I feel like fans of the franchise deserve better. And, again, it just comes down to... I guess the hiring manager hire people who know their properties. Yeah. Stop giving yeah, stop properties fucking to commissioning people. people. Like yeah. commission people who who know I these call them characters. The hiring manager. Hire manager. You know, <laughs> this just is ex- me breaking just it executives. Down. Yeah. You know, it's like executives. Yeah. Like like you ha- you have all these writers who 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 are funny who are clever. You know, especially TV writers. And I'd like to think there are a lot of I guess nerdy writers within these hollywood circles that would love to take on properties like this you know i always think of like the witcher and henry cavill i haven't seen the series yet i don't know if it's actually any good or not but i've heard nothing but good things so far yeah but henry cavill actually likes the witcher because he's a huge gamer and he plays pc and stuff and he's played the games you know he got cast in something he really loves and is passionate about and if you just hire the screenwriters that are passionate about the properties and have pre-existing knowledge and know how to bring a script that's going to appeal to both fans and newcomers alike it, it, that shouldn't be that hard to do it, it or really, is it i yeah, guess it I, is I, I, yeah i guess it must be i don't know i thought there were enough nerds in hollywood that like video games and that can write yeah i mean, i'm talking specifically about screenwriters i guess yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm sure there are enough of them out they there. exist they exist yeah it's like why can no one find them though what's going on i don't get it yeah me neither it's just embarrassing honestly i'm looking right now i'm just like searching up names of different writers of like the sonic boom series and a lot of them worked on comic books a lot of them worked on other uh, several kid shows some of them even worked on adult shows such as south park and 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 lizzie mcguire or that's not an adult show but like just the fact that they they know different properties they're you know they're multifaceted they have you know they have things under their belts saying like hey we know sonic we know this character we're not just being cynical we're not just being you know we're not being lazy you know, it's just like all these different writers from for that series just aren't, weren't lazy. Yeah. You know, there was an attempt here. It was just, you know, it was just like, hey, we got Jim Carrey. Do, you know, we have Jim Carrey in a Sonic movie. They, Let they, that be the highlight they, of a fucking Sonic movie. They leaned heavily on Jim Carrey's character. They leaned heavily on Dr. Robotnik for comedy and for story purposes mm-hmm. because James Marsden 
had nothing going on. I mean, he's, you know, he's just a cop human. Who, he's a, a normal dude who likes donuts and he's a cop and yada yada. His wife, Maddie Wachowski, played by Tika Sumter, wasn't really given much until I guess towards the end a little bit. She became more prominent ish. She, really, just, like had, she the, just had presence. Presence. Yeah. yeah it's not it's much. Like, she doesn't much have character. She was just wife. Yes. And even then, like they just lead on her, 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 her occupation as like a deus ex machina. Right. Because she's, because she's a veterinarian and Sonic's a hedgehog. And when mm-hmm. he gets injured, Tom takes Sonic over to his wife because she's a veterinarian. And that's, you know, it's like, no one's really doing anything here besides jim carrey and even sonic himself i'm gonna be real sonic himself wasn't given much to do no exactly so that that's what i mean by they lean so heavily on jim carrey here like and and ben schwartz does a good job voicing sonic he does a yeah he's got the voice for it and this is like what it's like the like this is the first iteration of this character for the big screen for the big screen and and it's funny because like you would think they would they would have hired roger craig smith who's been sonic for nearly a decade now or over a decade but he's been sonic you know for a for a long, long time, time now yeah. and it's just like the fact that like even when tails came up by the post credit sequence it's the classic <laughs> tails voice like it's the tails and then with this but then sonic is like yeah no but we actually have to hire a celebrity you know right and this is now that you brought up tails again that's my big conundrum with this movie is that i didn't like it enough to want a sequel but yeah. i want a sequel because of tales <laughs> well i want a sequel just so they could like let's see if they could hire new writers you know what and let it go to its full potential well like a suicide squad slash birds of prey thing again that was our last episode suicide squad sucked they hired better writers better director or a better writer and mm-hmm. a better director and birds of prey was significantly better than suicide squad and they were able to turn that around i would take it further that's a nice route but like birds of prey had so many different advantages including its mpaa rating oh fair like it had more leeway to to be edgy and everything break barriers sonic i feel they could they could go the teenage mutant ninja turtles route the live like the recent one the michael bay one okay yeah because like the first one was pretty much like standard pretty much like regular origin with the turtles or whatever but the second one was just full fucking chaos where they took (laughs) everything that fans loved about the Ninja Turtles and put them all at once. Now, that being said, it was way too chaotic to have a cohesive story because you had the uh, you had Bebop and Rocksteady, you had um Casey 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 Casey. <laughs> yeah, it was just Casey, I forget. Uh, Casey Jones, there we go. Ah, my last name. There we go. <laughs> yeah, you had Casey Jones, uh, then you had Crane, and then you had a new and then the Asian version of the Shredder. <laughs> of who was, and then um Baxter Stockman. You know, you had all these different ninja turtles characters like and they were still able to make make it fun like as mediocre the second ninja turtles movie was they still they tried you know i i and I, and if they were to make a sequel with sonic throw not like th- not like throw the entire toy box in there like here's <laughs> all the fucking characters <laughs> in the just, first five minutes it's just, like just throw 12 enough. characters are just thrown onto the into the fucking mix but and- just throw more because it's because one so- do a little more yeah yeah because so- sonic is just you know sonic can only go so long without you know them being just so bland like yeah sonic the hedgehog but 
it's also it's him and his friends and the dynamics that yeah. he has with all those other characters. That's what makes that the what series makes so it great. special. That's what makes the franchise great is the camaraderie between Sonic and Tails and like all the other characters you know? that we love. And none of that's really present here. Isn't that like the reason why we we both or so many Sonic fans love the Sonic Adventure Two game? Of course. Or Sonic course. Heroes. It was all about all those different characters. Of course. Battling against Eggman. Yeah. But it's just like everybody coming together like nothing was more exciting than completing the hero side and the dark side of sonic adventure 2 yes and then having oh the my middle God, yes. because that was a conclusion to both parties Ugh. you know and it's just like the dynamic between everybody having to work together both light and dark taking me back yeah i know i know it's a nostalgia but at the same time it's just like those are the components you know you're, you're missing the basic <laughs> components of what makes this franchise amazing does anyone or, have a gamecube i can borrow <laughs> or once amazing because right. ever because ever since i guess sonic uh, Sonic 06 nothing Yeesh. has been the same right. but even then they even tr like Sonic Colors you know tried mm -hmm. and that was fun because uh, because they they introduced like something new and imaginative and and, and a new world you know for, for for Sonic to explore that even gamers didn't explore so why the fuck is he on Earth? Why is he hanging out with James Marsden? Why is he making jokes about Amazon drone packages? Why is he making jokes about Vin Diesel? You know, how does he even know if Vin Diesel? How does that was my that was an odd. Why is a hedgehog driving? <laughs> Actually, there's a lot of story continuity that just never adds up. Why did they let Sonic drive that one time when they were in San Francisco on their way to the? Oh, because he was putting on a stupid bucket list. Yeah, but it's kind of uh, was that the reason? No, probably. No, they, I don't. I don't know. That to me, I there's so many things about Sonic that seem silly. Even for a video game movie, it's kind of like, why does Sonic need to go to a bar? Yeah. Well, like I told you this, even after like the movie, how so many story elements freaking felt so aligned with the last Alvin and the Chipmunks. Right. Movie, you did. Yeah. You did. Mention where it's just like like the movie was called the Road Chip for starters. <laughs> You know, and this, and then it's just pretty much so many different locations are the same exact locations that they end up in. One of the big ones, like, hey, let's let's take these chipmunks to a bar, and then oh, the the creature in a bar, bar fight. You know, just yeah. like any, like can like there be a movie where it's like, hey, characters end up in a bar. Let's hope a bar fight doesn't erupt. Oh, there it is. Like there I literally is, thought yeah. in my head, like, all right, this, a bar fight is just bound to happen of in course. three, two. All right, whatever. And just like the Chipmunks movie, I ended up with Sonic being adopted. Sure thing, of course. I mean, you kind of saw that coming from a mile away because of the relationship that he builds with Tom. Actually, I thought he would g fucking go home. Oh, no, not me. I, 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 had, I clocked that from the beginning. I was like, oh, Tom's going to end up keeping him. Like there's I no thought way. of that, but at the same time it was just like, yeah, they're not gonna do it. It would have been far too creative if Sonic went back home. <laughs> that would have been that would have been way too good of a twist <laughs> for this movie. But I kinda clocked that at the very, very beginning of their friendship. I was like, Yeah, Tom's gonna end up he's keeping the, him around the, the and he's the gonna... Jason Lee of the Yeah. It this movie really was lazy. A, a good portion of the movie relies on Tom and Sonic in a fucking car. And the reason why Sonic's in a car is just like uh, just Tom shot him with the tranquilizer, fucked up his legs. Yeah. And yet ever so often he runs out of the car to do something. Right. You know, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm sorry, isn't your legs not working right now? I'm what what are you running? 
Then why are you in this fucking car? Oh, and also because he doesn't know how to go to San Francisco. It's like you're it's a like, hedgehog. Bro. Just run. And then, you, and then also, you have lived in this earth for 15 years. You could look at a map. map yeah. You know? You could use, a, a, I don't know, some kind of phone. Yeah. How do you not know? You know about Amazon drone packaging, but you don't have a mobile device? You know you know the backpack kid dance, but you can't figure out how to read a map? <laughs> Jesus, yeah, it's just you know, just so many different inconsistencies. And he has like Sonic has sort of a man cave in this where he's got like, you know, his boombox and his beanbag chair, and he's got like he's got the uh, Flash comics, which of course they had to make that joke. He reads about the Flash because why wouldn't he? For starters, that means he can read or at least look at pictures. Yeah, and and like understand them. So it's like, why can't he read a map and figure out where San Francisco is? Like, yeah, you know, it's like, not that hard. I I don't know. It's a kids movie. You can't put too much thought into these kind yeah, of things. <laughs> well, we we do it because we're fans of the property, and we're like, why didn't they do this or that? Yeah, but kids are smarter these kids days. Kids are smarter these days. You yeah, know, they, they sure can, are. They, they yeah. can pick up on a yeah. lot of story inconsistencies. Yeah, kids are actually yeah they know a lot more than they let on. Yeah. But but I don't know. I kind of wish this would have just been given to a different writer or a different set of writers that would have been able to do it more justice because I didn't hate the movie. It no, really I didn't hate it either. It had its fun moments, but a lot of the comedy was really bland. I almost would have preferred it to be a serious movie. A I, drama? I w- not a drama per se, but at some point I was like, these jokes are so bad that I don't want there to be any more jokes. Like, I'd rather it just be mm-hmm. like a sort of straightforward kind of thing. They Or, or fuck it. This might have been too smart for them. But if they did something like Sonic AM, which was like early back in the 90s, uh, there was the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, the regular like slapstick cartoon. Of course. And then there was Sonic AM, which was like the adventure series mm-hmm. of Sonic and it was beloved by everybody because mm-hmm. they maintained like an actual consistent story. They had stakes, and and, and there and there was just there was just so much. You know, it was storytelling. Right. It was just it was just good storytelling. You know, then never got a second season, unfortunately. Oh, and rip. then and, and then they said, "All right, we'll make Sonic Underground," and everybody's <laughs> like, "No, we don't want that." Oh Three little white voices, including a woman. No. Yeesh. I mean, woman, girl, girl, they're all, girl. they're all kids. It's still just him doing a feminine voice. Uh, we haven't discussed our ratings. Well, before we get into that, there was one, there was one huge part that we have to address. Thinking about it now makes me want to bump my rating down because I was feeling overly a bit positive as I walked out. And that <sighs> aspect is what's her name? What's her name? Rachel. Rachel, uh, played by Natasha Wathwell. I was actually going to mention that as part of my rating. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like that's part of my rating, too. <laughs> because I was going to, my rating's not very high, of course, but I was going to say, I gave it this because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the script wasn't great, but Rachel, the character of Rachel, who is Maddie Wachowski's sister in this film, what was up with that? Jesus. Yeah. You got two white dudes to write a movie about, you know, why is there a fucking black stereotype in a Sonic the Hedgehog movie? In 2020. In 2020, uh, Yeah, bro. this, this Where chari- are my two white dudes? This character is like a, a caricature of, uh, you know, a heavyset black female. Mm-hmm. And she says a lot of stuff that don't even make sense when 
you know, you think about the rest of the script. Like, she avidly hates Tom Wachowski for some reason. Yeah. And she's like, girl, you got to divorce this man, yada, yada. Well, and so, it's well, like. The first thing that she says is like. She spells out the word divorce. Yeah. Like, and that was, no supposed, that was And that was supposed to be like a punchline. I'm like, yeah. divorce for what? He's a good person. Like, He's, you see him as only a good person. Tom is a nice dude who mm. just does his job eats his donuts they yeah, call him the donut, donut lord. lord he's a donut lord like he's he doesn't say anything even remotely rude or like and the only time he has like a good banter it's with jim carrey the dynamic between him and jim carrey was was more like lively than the one he has with this blue hedgehog right but the, the, I mean, the blue hedgehog is also computer generated. Jim yeah, Carrey's. Then. <laughs> uh, Jim, you come on. If you're in the room with Jim Carrey and you're acting with Jim Carrey, you're gonna kind of bounce off of that. You're gonna bounce that comedy off of each other. And oh you, yeah, remember we want to bring up Detective Pikachu, where Justice Smith had better chemistry with <laughs> with, with with Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu more so than his co-actress. <laughs> okay, real quick though, was his co-actress Jim Carrey? No, she wasn't. <laughs> all right yeah his his character is just a good guy you don't hate or even dislike anything about him at all yeah because he's just like the, he's, he's just a regular he's, even, he's he's charming in like a regular in a james marston way in a james <laughs> marston way yeah he's just james marston being a nice dude mm. and then this character of rachel hates him from the get-go and she's spelling out the word divorce and saying girl you gotta dump this guy he's the worst person ever and it's like why what, yeah yeah they're, yeah, they're already do? married they're, you know like they're they're married like this is their going relationship on is fine yeah they're yeah and there's not even any marital problems yeah like, there's no marital problems at all it's just like hey i want to move to san francisco because and i want to be a real cop and she's fully supportive of that she got him like a cake there's a, a little two joke, cakes two cakes because there's a joke that she makes with the cakes and it was super cute and they have like a cute little thing going on and then Rachel's just out here hating on James Marsden. Because she's just only a black stereotype. Well, a black that's woman the thing. stereotype. A, a black woman stereotype. And, and she speaks she speaks in a way that's not, like not even human almost. No. It's like, like you said, a white dude trying to write a black female character. And it's like, I thought we were past that already. Yeah, and it's cringeworthy. And if that was the case, why is she there at all? You know, you really could like you really could have done this entire thing without her a thousand percent and if that was the case why the fuck like like, why was maddie at rachel's in the first place why was she at her sister's in the first they never explained explained it because they're the movies is about them going driving from montana to san francisco where maddie already is yeah for some reason maddie already lives yeah yeah. maddie's already there sorry rachel already lives there and and is that if that was the case i'm thinking all right why couldn't they just take an airfare this movie would have been done in 15 minutes. <laughs> they could have just taken airfare. Oh, my God. You know, you could already have this hedgehog just, like, moseying away through but via car, going to a bar. Nobody reacts when they actually see him as a head, like, see him in his, you I know. Like, I like that the excuse that Tom gives the waitress is that, yeah, he's got a disease that makes him look like a blue hedgehog, and she just buys it. I was like, It's not even what? funny. No, I know. That's it's just ridiculous. I'm kind of chuckling cuz it's just it's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. I, but, I bet the writers were like patting themselves on the back. Like, oh, oh, the writers is, were cracking oh, up. Oh, oh yeah. you bet they were. They were like, "Oh yeah, they're going to love this shit." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sonic in a bar and then they crack open a can of white claw or something. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, that character of Rachel really knocked my rating down a bit because the fact that they resorted to that type of 
stereotypical like that stereotype for comedy is yeah it's, it's kind of low it, it kind of it, it is <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it is it is the bare minimum and it's just like pathetic like this movie's already lazy but the fact that you're actually making me like livid through this and just like he, like i'm sighing right next to you the entire time yeah yeah and i'm just like looking at you and like i don't what the f- dude this is fucking pathetic. It was. We are past this. On top of that, like <laughs> they use her, they use Rachel as a gateway to introduce Jojo, the little girl who gives Sonic his iconic red shoes. Yeah. Like, what? Because like he's been wearing one pair of shoes his entire life. But the fact that this, this he girl. He could have stole them. He could have stole new shoes of ever course, so he's, often. He's fast enough to sneak in and out of Foot Locker. I don't know why. Yeah, right? <laughs> why he couldn't grab he, a new pair he, of Nikes. He's fast enough to like browse through the entire catalog of, <laughs> of a Foot Locker. Since right. Because like stop time yeah. slow things down and stuff especially when he's emotional i know which we'll get to in a bit yeah, but yeah. it's the fact that you know rachel's sort of a a very unfunny segue into meeting jojo and she notices that sonic has you know his shoes are busted his socks are busted he's been running so fast all over the place and she goes oh wait i'll be right back i've got a pair of red shoes no no, no. she just comes up to him with red shoes no i know she doesn't say anything oh, okay, but I'm, yeah. I'm, you know oh. just <laughs> <laughs> sorry doesn't... i don't know about how do you because i'm just looking at you you're just like i'm like a scenario how do you do it <laughs> no that's i'm kind of explaining it like from my point of view how i saw it is just this girl going oh wait hold on i got a pair of shoes that are perfect for this hedgehog mm. like and she comes back with the iconic red Sonic shoes that we all are familiar with, the ones you see in all the video games and whatnot. And it's like, I don't buy the fact that this girl owned these pairs, of, this pair of shoes. Yeah, because it's a small <laughs> little girl, and these are big ass shoes. Like, did your mom not know your foot size, or or yeah. be- better yet, is were those your mom's shoes? <laughs> it's just like those as red shoes it just it, it makes no sense yeah i'm not really i didn't really buy the fact that that's how he acquired the the shoes the token shoes but Ima- imagine if like they probably try to spin it into like this bl- <laughs> like 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 oh yeah diversity or so, so, something like that you know try to make it like a black girl gave sonic his iconic shoes black girl magic even oh though his, my God. even though his, her, her, her mom is just like a complete total stereotype yeah I don't know. I, I do want to get into it because you did mention it. Now that we're moving past Rachel and oh, JoJo. Jesus. That was really bad. That was really I, bad. I, I asked about the rating just because I wanted to bring that up. But mm. we, we yeah. discuss that now. Because usually mine and I, we like we review, like we type out our stuff before even doing this podcast. But this is our first time actually like directly recording first. Yeah, doing the recording so, first. Yeah. So, our, so our ratings will just be a huge surprise towards one another yeah. <laughs> with this, which, will be, which is fun. We haven't discussed the ratings at all. Yeah, we haven't. Yeah, let's finish this off. Yeah, there's a huge, the climactic sort of, like moment where sonic really taps into his full potential is it's very anime super anime actually i made a my hero academia joke and a hunter hunter joke but rendy doesn't watch that so he 
Yeah, it's all right. It's only my favorite anime of all time. But um Oh, okay, cool. Guilt trip me. While you <laughs> step on my face while you're at but, it. But there's like, you know, this climactic moment where Dr. Eggman's threatening Sonic's human friends, I guess. They're all friends now. And uh he kind of taps into this weird lightning like super powered. It's kind of like in anime words, it's like uh Deku from My Hero Academia going 100%, you know, <laughs> with Aerie. Sonic. It was like 100% percent sonic or hunter hunters kalua when he goes godspeed and he's got all the little lightning and like doing his whole thing and it was kind of like weird i was like okay so he just randomly like acquired this because dr eggman threatened the random human dude he met three hours ago but well i mean well they they initially bring it up how like every time sonic is in a super like an emotional distress he has the he, ability yeah. to just go light speed or whatever right. like, I would, like dash i don't know like there's so many different sonic powers throughout the years yeah that seeing this on screen and seeing like what it could do which was just confusing because it, like he he turned into a freaking sith lord he did he <laughs> didn't know he like, became a whole anime character and like i mean i get it but I mean, I don't know. I guess it was like too little too late because at that point I was like settled into my rating and like settled into the fact that this is just a very mediocre like kids movie. It was kind of cool, but I wish we would have seen some of that like earlier on more of his like potential as opposed to just him making dated jokes half the movie, you know, like it could have been handled a little better. I mean, it, it did look kind of cool, I guess, with, you know. He's yeah, but it's just like, but it's nothing that we really, like, recognize. You know, even when he's trying to, like, he, like his final attack is his homing attack. Because, like, that's one of Sonic's, like, most, like, notable abilities, him having the homing attack. And just seeing that on screen, and they're just like, all right, is that what it is? What's he, like, is that is that the homing attack? Really? Kind of looks kind of, you know. I mean, I know the homing attack is just, like, basic, but at the same time, it's just like, that's like his climatic move yeah right you know you know that's just basic sonic no that's what i meant earlier we touched on is when i said that this is like a generic version of sonic and that's why i feel like the director didn't really know the property is because everything is just basic level stuff Mm -hmm. yeah there's nothing that displays anyone's passion for the characters at all like i didn't feel any passion from the director i didn't feel passion from the writers from 90 percent of the cast i mean i felt passion from jim Jim carrey Carrey. yeah from jim carrey and that was and i guess ben schwartz did try to do his his best you know yeah it's a good voice actor performance yeah yeah he he, like he brought charm and warmth to the character yes and that's kind of what you needed like there are are moments where i'm saying oh in my seat because like how you know because it's sweet yeah yeah it's sweet and sonic you know his whole arc is that he doesn't have any friends and he starts off incredibly lonely he doesn't have an attitude really yeah but i felt that when he's like oh when he's watching the kids play baseball and Mm -hmm. he plays baseball by himself later on that night and he gets super sad because he has no friends like i felt that like he was so pissed that he started running circles around the diamond (laughs) this is cathartic release (laughs) yeah and that was just him letting all that like emotion out i felt that don't feel just let him run yeah (laughs) I felt that in yeah, that I moment. That too, yeah. I was like, damn, he's so lonely and he's so cute. I I want better for him. Imagine if it's just like the ugly design. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> he's so lonely, but he's so ugly. <laughs> he's so lonely and he can stay that way. Yeah. You don't but like, of course. Friends. Yeah, he doesn't need to be in a society. He doesn't. <laughs> we live in a society. society. With a hedgehog. With a hedgehog. <laughs> 
no but it's there are moments where there's something there like there's something present and it just never evolves and it never becomes like like something greater something that it could have been that could have elevated the script a little bit which is sad but yeah it's just generic basic like there was no passion i guess that's the best way to describe it and and, and it sucks that we we're just like we kind of like knew this going in you yeah know, the only thing that we were hyped up about about this movie is the fact that it's the only movie that decided to get it right by design but by design that is like the literal actual character design <laughs> and only that but everything else is just like the fi- fucking basic blueprint of any live action movie regarding yeah. an alien ever all right you want to get into the rating let's get into the rating all right, what, um, do you ha- what do you have i'm gonna use my scale of one to ten of course one being the worst ten being the best ah I was sitting somewhere between a 5.5 and a 6. I wanted to say 6 just because I, I don't think it's an F movie. I don't I don't think it's an F movie. I, it's, I, mean, I mean, the 6, that's like, because a 6 out of 10, that's 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 saying it's decent. You know, that's, that's saying go 60%. out and... Yeah, 60%. That's saying like, yeah, sure, go out to a theater like a matinee to see it. I, I think if you have kids, it's worth like a cheap five dollar tuesday viewing mm, i mean you can see anything on five dollars Tuesday. <laughs> you know it's five dollars you want to at least watch something that's like i guess you know, I, I don't know it's president's day i guess it'll take them take that so money. i guess what according to your scale 5.5 would be more accurate like right yeah because that because 5.5 that's like a 2.5 okay on so my scale this is like where the because we have different scales rendy and i yeah i, I use do, the 10 point he uses mm-hmm. the five point so there are drastic differences yeah but, but I know how to align them. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, we, we yeah, we both know how to align them. Yeah. Five point five, I guess I'm gonna have to settle on fifty five percent. Which okay. would be a two point five for you, you said? Yeah, yeah. Is that your actual rating? No. What's your rating? I'm at a no, I'm at I'm at a two. All right, so I'm at a on your using your skill, you're at a two. I'm, I'm at, at a two. 2.5. I'm at a two out of five. Okay, but I'm translating that to at least forty eight percent. Okay, because like like a forty eight percent means yeah, it, you could you know you, you could rent this. It's a decent rental. Okay, two point five is saying like yeah, no, it's a good rental. Right, you know that like when I think of two point five, I'm thinking like yeah, there's so many different flaws, but it's fun to watch from home. This is just like, yeah, put it on if it's, you know, there's nothing else really available and your kids really want to see this. My ratings, I guess, higher than yours because, well, I don't know how much you love Jim Carrey growing up. I know everyone loved I him, love but Jim Carrey growing up. my mom does a really good Ace Ventura impression. Mm-hmm. And while I was watching this Sonic movie, a lot of the like facial like stuff that Jim Carrey does and a lot of the mannerisms, I was like, oh, my mom would look really cool doing that stuff. But Jim Carrey shouldn't be the one to save a Sonic the Hedgehog That's fair. Movie. No, that's fair. And I think... You know, and then the fact just saying that sentence alone yeah. is just like a testament to how just generic Gener- this movie is. No, of is. course. No, it is really generic. I like Jim Carrey a lot. I like the Sonic redesign. I think he looks great. I wish I could change the dialogue for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish his dialogue was like miles better. Props for you guys actually listening to us for once regarding one major aspect. Yeah. But when he did have those sentimental moments of like loneliness and stuff, I did feel that. I was convinced by that and I was convinced by his like sadness during those moments. But that's the only thing they kind of got right. Everything else. I don't know. It was like a nice little mindless watch. But again, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it either. It's hard figuring out like comparing my skill to yours that's why i had a hard time i was like would it be a 5.5 or a 6 so i guess 5.5 is more accurate for me yeah like if it translates to rotten tomatoes it's still at both we're both at rotten it's still rotten it's still 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 rotten rotten. i just can't give it this kind of thing to pass especially after 2019 where you know where we saw detective pikachu yes just 
like blow everybody out of like out of the water saying these are what you should do when adapting a fucking video game movie. Yeah. You know, which the standards are pretty low for that. The standards but, are pretty low, but it doesn't yeah. it doesn't take that much to just know the property. Yeah. Especially when there are billions, millions around the world, I said billions, <laughs> millions around the world who love it and recognize it and know so many different aspects regarding yes. it. And I don't want to use my personal like the experience with, with Sonic, but it's just you know, if you grow up playing Sonic, any version of the game, like throughout the years, wouldn't you want his first big screen adaptation to not feature fucking Earth? You know, that's a huge, huge flaw in Hollywood in general is that they they make these films out of properties that have avid fan bases. You know, these are the people that you want to draw out to the theaters to pay for the ticket to watch the movie. They, like, I mean, they want to draw you out, but they don't want to give you the content you deserve. They don't want to put in the effort to hire writers and directors that are going to give these avid fans the film they deserve and the film that's going to make them spread good word of mouth and be like yeah dude this movie was so good you should watch it and then on top of that like i get it you have to make a film that also appeals to the general public to get them to go and pay for the movie and whatnot but there needs to be a balance and there is really no balance here this was really like a generic hey bring your kids to see this movie and it catered absolutely nothing for fans of the actual sonic yeah. franchise until they showed tales at the end yeah exactly enough. but even then it's just like all right it's but like now you too little me, too late <laughs> yeah you want me to be like i'm excited but like i'm excited for the hopefully you do something to, like you do a sequel you know just so you can reach to your full potential introduce chaos emeralds yeah i do agree with with the statement you made earlier where you were like, I want them to do a sequel just so they can hire better people to yeah. take over. That I fully agree with. I'd like to see, even though this one wasn't good, I would like to see another one. That's why Angry Hopefully. Bird, that's why Angry Birds 2 worked. Not like blew everybody away, but even then it still stands at like as the best reviewed video game movie of all Ever. time. Yeah. Because they they took on a director who had experience, who had background experience in animation, yeah, and several writers who like who were you know who were given free control to go beyond what like uh, the conventionality of you know the thin conventionality of its premise mm -hmm. to just do a, just a fun slapstick comedy, but then it was just fun, you know, it was fun and funny and had clever writing and and the animation had so much it had so many inventive moments and that was the same year as detective like the both those movies were just like wow this is good because you did the basic standards of giving the fans what they want and this is good because you were able to take creative liberties and do something that was fun and funny yeah you know and they rate like both movies raised the bar high you know they're you know they're not great by any means even though mm -hmm. i did give angry birds 2 a 4 just because of how <laughs> much fun i did have watching it and how many like hard laughs that i got but like those raised the bar high for everybody else and to like look at the side and see that you know sonic the only thing sonic has to offer is a is a redesign and Jim Carrey. And Jim Carrey. And Jim Carrey. <laughs> it's, not, it's truly not enough. No. It really isn't enough. No. All right. Would you say this would have been better if it was fully CG animated? Ooh. Or it would have been more appealing to, to everybody if it was more, if it was fully CG animated. Well, the story the was different. It was all about Sonic in his, you know, 
in his world, having to travel to different worlds. Well, that's an obvious yes. If the story was different, of course, I would prefer that. But it's like, are you saying like if it's fully CG, computer generated, yeah, computer generated entirely, but it, are they still on Earth? Oh, no, I would not. See, want, because. Yeah. OK, you're asking, yeah, 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 that's the obvious question. All right. Well, if it was on Earth, if it was the same exact movie that we just had. But fully CG, but fully CG. Um, No, 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 because the biggest problem is the script. Yeah. So okay. it would still it would still be bad even if it was uh, fully animated and there were no like actual humans in it. It would still be the same story. It'd still be the same bland script. It would still be the same dated jokes. You can't make that good by just animating the whole thing. You know, that's true. That's yeah. a writing issue. <laughs> yeah, no, that that is a writing issue. Man, what could have been? What could have been? And who knows if it if it makes enough bank to be able to afford a sequel? It won't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. Yeah, wait. Let's do the thing what we did last time. Like, let's predict the final numbers. I like this. For this one, and this is really hard because we're reviewing it before there's any word of mouth. Because with Birds of Prey, we'd heard the word of mouth and we'd heard general, like, mm. how people are feeling yeah, about it. Yeah, we don't it. know how it's tracking. I don't know how Sonic is, is being perceived by the public right now. And, there, and there's a shit ton of movies coming out this week, yeah. too. On Valentine's and it Day, does come out on Valentine's Day. This isn't a Valentine's Day movie. Yeah, it's very you got, odd placement. You got, you got this, the photograph, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Yeah. So many different smaller movies coming out, too. I guess the idea is like, hey, take, you know, married people or people with kids Emma. or whatever, like, uh-huh. that are like, oh, let's take our kids to the movies with us on Valentine's weekend. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I was going to say, the last <laughs> thing you want is your kids to go know, out anywhere with you. Trust me, I know. But I guess it's like, if you can't get a babysitter they're like oh we have a new kids movie we can go watch this weekend or give money to the babysitter to take them to, to take sonic. them to sonic yeah and all the single well. babysitters out there yeah so i don't know i'm not really sh- i haven't heard what what would you predict i have no word of mouth to go by right 32. now 32 so- i would think opening weekend because we recorded this as we're we recorded like we saw this way in advance and no one's really talking about it right say, now we saw this this morning yeah you know, and the embargo doesn't really drop until like wednesday so hopefully this episode comes out like, you know, after embargo, but also like after movies release. Like, of course. Yeah. yeah, I would say opening weekend. I'm thinking a good 32 mil around the 30s, maybe it'll probably because I, I usually I, I make these estimates based on like word of mouth mm. um, and what I hear because I like to consult my other like fellow nerd friends who are into like comics and video games and stuff. And it'll probably I, be huge in China. Yeah, I could see that happening. I could see that, I could see that happening. I don't I, I don't know. I got nothing to base a number off of, so I'm just gonna agree with yours. It sounds about right. Yeah, I guess. opening thirty two dollars. Yeah. Thirty two dollars. <laughs> two people watch this movie. <laughs> 30, uh, in New York. In New York, I know. In New York. Oh yeah, those movie <laughs> ticket prices are it is six two for two. Uh, yeah. let, me, let me not do the math. Please don't. Uh, yeah. Um probably like final estimate probably be maybe 150 either over or under i can feel like it it will come and go yeah because as far as kids movies go the next one we got is onward and when it's a pixar movie everybody drops their shit of course yeah it's pixar you can't compete with pixar do we know the budget for sonic the hedgehog oh no wait what is the budget do you think it's sitting at an estimated 
90 million. Oh, Paramount, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Paramount. It, it, it's going to it's going to bomb. Yeesh. It's not going to it's not that's not good. Hopefully And this is the IMDb number. I don't know how accurate it is. It could be It says estimated. It's so, estimated, yeah. Yeah, they yeah, they'll probably lose money on this. I think yeah, I was just about it, to say that. With, I think it, I think they're going to take a loss. with the redesign too. Yep, they're going to take know, a loss. And having to do, you know, redo the entire marketing from the ground up yep. again. That's money, baby. That is money. And yeah. I don't know if those changes are uh, reflected in this estimate on uh, no, IMDb. No, I feel like it is. I feel like it is. Oh, it is. Yeah. Because if it was anything else, it probably would have been like 75 mil. But right, the, right. But, you know, they have to go in all over again. I mean, uh, yeah, as, as I said, it would probably like finish off around like 150, if not higher, if not lower. But I don't see this crack in 200. I really don't no, see this crack in no. 200. No, 200 sounds excessive for this movie. Yeah. Worldwide, I mean. I don't think, yeah. Even worldwide, it. it sounds excessive. Yeah. Oh, Sonic, you deserve better. Eh, he's already been in the shitter this entire for the past nearly <laughs> fifteen years. Anyway, well, oh. at least we'll always have Sonic colors. Pour yeah. one out for the Hedgehog. Poured one out for the Hedgehog. Oh wait, 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 wait! You might as well say, "You live and learn." Oh my God! <laughs> Hating on the edge of tomorrow. Oh, I was about to go right into Escape from the City again because oh I was like, no, no, no. It was our intro. It might as well be our outro. But yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. That's, oh well, you that's live Sonic and learn. the Hedgehog. You live and learn. That concludes our uh, take on Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, l- thank you for listening to our spoiler discussion. We'll see you next time with. Uh, we don't know what's next, but. Oh yeah, we don't know because I didn't get the screen. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get my screener for it, so I don't know. We'll you'll never know what next. We'll, we'll it'll be a surprise. Oh, it'll be a surprise. Our next yeah. episode will be a complete surprise because we don't know what it will be yet. So. Yeah, yeah, but you weeps will be happy. <laughs> oh my God. All right, thank you everybody. Bye.